what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the kingdom as always my name is drums and i'm joined by the brothers behind king golf regan and jordan headley we haven't been up there in a in a couple weeks uh we'll see what's going on we got some some <laughs> juggling acts of phones going on already so what else is going on up there reg how you doing buddy fellas uh not bad a little tired uh spent the entire day yesterday it seemed like traveling actually for the last two weeks for that matter but yesterday was absolutely insane um i don't know if i've ever seen this much snow in the often ever we actually went for a drive this this evening and just cruised around and looked at like the rink parking lot is like 15 feet high around the whole perimeter like it's just it's insane but uh things things to do in Reggie's life. <laughs> well, no, I, we had to run to the run to the store, so we figured we'd go for a tour pass there. But anyways, I I uh, I'm on antibiotics round four for this tooth, so that's good. I came into Brandon that day, drums, and uh, drove all the way in there. And the dentist conveniently said that there was nothing he could do that day, or the surgeon. So basically, just uh, yeah, come back in March. Thanks for coming to Brandon today. So it's twice that that's happened with that tooth that I've gone in and he's literally said, you didn't have to come in today. Like, okay, right on. Like didn't look at it at all? No. What? So they just look at, he just looks at it as soon as, well, he just looks at the chart as soon as uh, he walks into the room and then he's like, oh, well, you didn't have to come in at all for this. Okay, right on. Does he not have so, email or what? Anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of rattling. But anyway, so I'm on antibiotics and uh, started them. Yesterday, finally, I knew I was going to drink last weekend, so I waited a little bit till I started them. Uh, so I started them on Monday, and I, I took it to work today. Sorry, I thought I took it to work today to take. Get there, not in my pocket, so I'm like, okay, that's weird. Anyways, I, I probably just left them at home. Get home at 5 o'clock, <laughs> and I'm walking down the driveway, and I just see the shrapnel on the, on the driveway. So I, they fell out of my pocket this morning, and I used to ran them over. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> like I saved like four pills so I can make it through for till tomorrow, but I'll have to get some new ones, I guess. But just pill dust everywhere all over the driveway. <laughs> Unbelievable. Out there snorting the snow. <laughs> so that's how things Maybe are games. up here. George, <laughs> what's going on, buddy? Top of the evening to you boys. We're back. We haven't had many breaks, but uh, last week just kind of got away from us. I can't even remember what uh, happened. I returned home from Alberta. I was there for a little visit. Saw Auntie Kim there. Shout out to Auntie Kim. Um, so we went out to Pincher Creek. Had a good uh, good couple of days there. Did some snowshoeing. Did a little hike up uh, Bear Hump, it's called. Um, pretty sketchy because it was all frozen snow it was like uh it rained frozen rain the day before so it was all slippery and a pretty steep mountain and uh anyways we made her me and dad but uh i got back and at day after we got back it's like boom got me don't know what it was some sort of illness but anyways the two times i've left the province in the last year i've came i've got sick so Lesson learned. I'm never leaving Manitoba again. There you go. You're stuck here. <laughs> I thought it was uh, like there because we were supposed to do the podcast on Wednesday, I think. 
And uh, I thought I might be okay by that night. I thought it just, I felt like I had a wicked hangover and, but it just gradually got worse and it just lingered for quite a while. So it was tough. It was more of a, a flu than, than a cold this time. So, but the, the cool thing is, is I'm still alive. So right on brother. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, other than that, I guess tonight uh, drums will introduce you in a sec here, but tonight we got uh we're calling this one anything but COVID. So I know we've, there's been uh, lots of division, lots of unity too in the world lately, especially in Canada, but uh, it's all kind of around the mandates and restrictions and all that kind of stuff. So we're just talking about everything except COVID tonight. And uh, it's going to be a, a wide range of topics, I think. So you got to look to look forward to that, but drums. Oh, are we, Everything's okay here. We're not freezing anymore. I don't know. We'll see when we're done. Okay. How's things with you? Uh, good over here. Yeah, absolutely sick of the snow. Um, our driveway, both sides, it's like five feet tall. It's insane. And I'm isn't it a bitch to get snow over it right now? Retarded. Can't even use you have like to launch yourself. <clears throat> can barely get out of the vehicles because like the driveway like shrinks in because there's so much snow. Yeah, it's a shit show. It's absolutely freezing. I'm sick of it. We go from zero degrees to minus 48. It's supposed to be tonight. Just what are we doing? Really? Why do we live here? What do you mean? It's an awesome place. <laughs> uh, I'm, I might be in a bit of shit. We were, uh, had Luca in the bath and his favorite thing that he, I guess he says, it's not really words, but it sounds like he's always saying, what's that? What's that? So he's sitting in the bath and, What's that? He's pointing up at the shower head. I'm like, oh, it's a shower head. You want to see how it works? And I f- fired it on at him and it was freezing cold water and then just the biggest meltdown ensues. <laughs> so Liz is like, oh yeah, sure you do this and then you're going to fuck off and go do the podcast. If you can't sleep, you're coming. So we might get a call here. I might have to, might have to oh, bail. Oh boy. <laughs> I like yeah, you, if, you if you want to stay up for a couple hours straight, just dump yourself in cold water immerse yourself in cold water yeah that's what you used to do right hang out here in the mornings cold showers yeah yeah it's tough it's tough to do especially in the winter time because uh it's cold enough as it is externally you don't need to be getting any colder but cold showers Mm -hmm. are very good for you i would say Mm mm-hmm Okay, well, where do we begin? Let's do some housekeeping, Rigo. They had a, a tournament, uh, PGA tournament last week, and what was going on there? Yeah, the Farmers. So Luke List actually beat uh, Willie Z in the playoff. Uh, hit an absolutely disgusting shot. Sparrow sent me – I wasn't watching the final round, but Sparrow sent me a Snapchat, and they actually hit it in the playoff hole, like, in the exact same spot in the bunker. Like, their balls oh, yeah, were basically yeah, yeah. top for each other. So then they both hit it out of there and then list hit it to like four inches. But I was talking to Lance, and again, I didn't watch it on the weekend, but he said that Zalatoris is easily the best ball striker in golf right now, but his putter is absolutely atrocious. And he just he said he, he doesn't think he'll ever be able to win being that shitty of a putter. Crazy. Like he, he even just like um I seen a couple of like clips of like zoomed yeah. in shots and Those it's short like, ones. Yeah, so bad. It's like worse than I, I am at putting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It's the yips, basically. Yeah, he's got the yips. Perma yips. 
Yeah, so that's that's okay. But if he has the yips and he's tying for PGA tournaments, like yeah, exactly, probably going to do pretty well for himself. I would say. Yeah, maybe not because maybe he'll never get over him. He's just a terrible putter. You you get over that stuff. It's just like a. It's not the yips. It's just he sucks at putting. Really? Yeah. There's got to be teachers for that, right? Like. Well, you think so, but where's Dave Peltz? Who's Dave Peltz? Might be passed away. Isn't it Pelts or Pels? I think it's Pel. I don't, actually, I don't know now. Or Pellets. I think uh, it might I, be I Dave Pellets. Are you thinking Dave Pollock? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Victor Hovland won. Moved into number three in the world. Wow, really? Yeah. That was playoff too, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, with Richard Bland. Yeah, Big guy. Dickie. Big Dickie Bland. Brand? <laughs> Bland. I think it's bland. We can't even oh, get guys' so names true. right here. What are we doing? Yeah, what are we even doing on the show? What are we doing? <laughs> Tonight actually isn't good. Might not be too much golf. We, uh, we had a couple of beers before the show. We're going to try to um, have Damn a couple more beers during the show. And uh, we'll see what happens. But anyways, Rigo, keep going. No, just this weekend is that AT&T Pro-Am. Uh at Pebble Beach, Spyglass Hill, and Monterey Peninsula. So they play the three courses and then back at Pebble on Sunday. And that Monday, Q was there, basically doing a live feed of everything. His That Mark Baldwin got a sponsor exemption into that tournament, so he's just been Following basically around. living the high life, right? And that, like, it's just so cool. He's like, just like a kid in the candy store, man, and all this. Like, he's just taking pictures of everything, and uh, it's cool. And it's actually kind of what we talked about with the PGA Netflix, like it's kind of, he's kind of giving it a behind the scenes look right now at the, at the PGA, which yeah, is sick. They're, uh, I don't know if like, I seen like an, like a episode clip or what the whole thing was, but it was like a trailer maybe, but it was like a minute long thing. And it was all, yeah. People that go to Q school, it was like a Q school Netflix yeah, documentary, that's right? Yeah. 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 It's like that fire pit collective or whatever. Yeah. So it, like, is that what it is? Is it's going to be episodes? I don't know. I just saw he replied to a couple of those, like people said that he should do that with like the Monday Q stories and stuff. And he said it's in progress or something. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I was also talking with laser about that uh, Netflix documentary. Um, like, would it be cool? Do you guys think like if they released one every week and it was like a rewind of the week before, not a rewind, but a behind the scenes look at the whole tournament. Yeah, you remember how um, 24-7s used to do? Yeah. They used to do that, right? Like, yeah, it would so it's be like current? It would be like two weeks behind, I think, but right. yeah. have it kind of more current than six months or eight months later. Don't you guys think that'd be pretty cool or not? Like, yeah, I imagine like they would too, but just the production of it would take so long. Because true, like, true, true. If you're filming guys for, I don't know, 12 hours a day, like that's a lot of footage you got to go through and... True. In like two weeks or however quick you want to have the episodes done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it would just be a different type of uh, documentary. Like that's how 24-7 was. And it was cool because it was current. But then uh, you look compared to the F1 series and they actually got to pick and choose like their storylines based on the guys what themselves. Happened? And, right. and uh, so they would be showing a guy and then 
um, something that happened like six months ago compared to last episode, right? Like they weren't on a chronological timeline. It was more just like showing sure. guys and, and cities and stuff like that. Right. Um, so it's just a different way to tell a story, I guess. And I'm guessing that they'll probably do similar to F1 if it's the same guys yeah. who are doing it. So they filmed uh, Dolman and Higgs, Dolman and Higgs last weekend. Oh really? Like they're they're being filmed for it. And I think they both missed the cut. I'm pretty sure. I think they did. Yeah. Be <laughs> <laughs> some good. That Joel Damon's an idiot. Did you see yeah, um, for F1? They're uh, trying to get a. I was gonna say tournament, but a race in Vegas on the Strip. Woo! Did you see the Miami one that they designed? No, I didn't. Yeah, I saw that. Holy. Like that oh, with the tight turn exploring. right before the before the finish line. Oh, yeah. Like it's basically like a what would it be? 70 degree angle to right before the finish. Oh really? Like how is different than usual? Because it's usually just like a straight yeah, around the corner and straight, straight finish. finish. Yeah. Oh, like it's right after the corner. Right before it. Like you kind of go straight and then you kind of take a sharp turn. I think that's what it looked like anyways. I don't know. Maybe I saw it wrong, but. That'll be sick. But the, like the one in Vegas, they want to have it on the strip. Can you imagine closing the strip down for a week? No, that'd be sick. That would be how much money the they would lose. Of the... Oh, I'm sure they'd make it up. And the strip was yeah. closed when I was there. I oh, was really? walking down the strip. Yeah. I have a video on my phone. We were walking past the Bellagio on this trip. What do you mean it was closed? I don't know. I first, oh, for the marathon. That's what it was. It was closed. Uh, uh, okay. So the PG, the uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am is this weekend? Yeah. AT&T okay. Pro-Am. I have a challenge for you guys. Last year we did Pick'ems. This year we do Pick'ems as well. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, this yeah. one's different no this one's different because we all three of us pick one we actually might be able to get uh somebody else in if we want to later but all three of us pick one it's not about winning this one it's about not losing so whoever finishes last out of our picks has to shotgun a beer on next week's episode or in drums cases slam uh wine or something or a spice rum Shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to make a funny pick, but. What do you mean? You still like can't. I was going to make my pick funny, but I don't know if I want a shotgun on air. You you tried picking John Rom, so I don't think that that's. Uh, no, I'm not taking Rom. You can't, huh. Who are you taking? I'm taking Mark Baldwin. Oh. <laughs> what? That's Monday Q's Pro. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be gunning for sure. So if two people miss the cut, they both shotgun. Okay. Yeesh. Or if three people make the cut, all three do. I think Bald is going to make Drums, it. who are you taking? I'm taking uh, Chuckles Hoffman. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Chuckles. I love Charlie. <clears throat> Every BDO draft we used to have. I'd take Charlie no matter what, no matter where he was, no matter who else was picked, I'd take Charlie. 
But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Seamus Power in honor of uh, <laughs> Rigo's last week's blunder of his name. <laughs> so uh, we got Seamus Power, uh, Charlie Hoffman, and what's that guy's Baldwin? Yeah, Baldy. Just call him Baldy. Is he related to uh, Alex? Corey? No, Corey. It's Alec. Oh, Corey. Or Alec, not Alex. Okay, so that motherfucker's gonna end real? up in jail. I guarantee it. Oh, I hope he does. Should he can't just kill people? Have, have you Mark? seen like his deranged videos? Yeah, like what is going on with that guy? Like he's fucked. No, Alec Baldwin. He shot a no. guy. He shot a girl on set. on set. Yeah. Yeah. And killed her. Not on purpose, though. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly, not on purpose. Oh. How do you just shoot somebody by accident on set? Like, well, it's like it was supposed to be a dummy gun and there was a live cartridge in it. Why was there a live cartridge in it? Exactly. Well, I actually don't I don't think like she was hit with a projectile, like killed with a projectile. I don't think it was an actual bullet. I think. What? What got her? Oh, well, have, you guys will have to touch up on that and, and get to it at a later episode. <laughs> Yeah, we don't really know. Anyways, uh, that's how it's going to go. So speaking of movie sets, um, I'm since I was down last week, I finally managed to start watching Yellowstone. Are you guys both done Yellowstone? No yeah. drums? No, I watched. I don't even think I finished the first season. Oh, my goodness. I thought we were going to have a good chat about it. You can chat. I don't care. I don't know if it'll be the same. I don't know if I'll have the same effect. Anyways, I just want, like Rigo, who's your favorite character on the show? Rip. Like right now? Or Here's his rip drums? You... I'm just about done season three. I've been tearing through them. What's season three, the second last one? Yeah. For now, yeah. Uh well I'm Why, gonna do, say John. Do things but... change? Well, do, do season people four is just different. Is that just, a different ranch or something? Yes, parts of it, but it's still it, you'll you'll watch. But I'm going to say John's my favorite guy. Osner, yeah. guys, guys, unbelievable. Apparently, it's like all shot on his ranch, like his actual ranch. Uh, no, it's it's the like the first three seasons because they're the one you're talking about. Rigo is like the six 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 ranch. Well, yeah, that's just it's which still, is in Texas, on, right? Yeah, it's still Yellowstone though, like. This whole thing's based on Yellowstone, but it just shows Jimmy at, at the other one. Oh, okay. So the ranch that they're on in, is actually in Montana. Like the cool thing about the show, I did like a little bit of looking into it today. Like the cool thing about the show is like they the majority of stunts are actually their own, like them doing them themselves. And it's actually shot at the ranch in Montana. The, the ranch is like 110 years old, I think. And they actually, some people live there in that house. Like, you can rent cabins uh, on the property, but there's still people who own the ranch that actually live in that house, which oh, is they sick. Like when got an absolute so they just leave, mind. I guess, when they're filming. And they're, yeah, they fuck off for a couple of months. There's that one cowboy, one of the guys that uh, works on the ranch. He's the actual, like, all the horses that are used on the show are his. And he, like, wasn't going to be in the show, but he was like, 
teaching all the guys how to ride and like doing everything yeah. like that. So he's like, well, I'm going to be in the show. Like, yeah. They, they, took all the, they took all the actors to like a cowboy camp before the show. And like, and that was him. like his horses. Yeah. Pretty cool. And, uh, another cool thing was, uh, like the chef, you know, Gator. Yeah. He's actually the chef, like for the set Craft services. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and his name's Gator in real life too. He's he's just like the chef that they just bring onto the show once in a while, random scenes. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah. Have either of and, you guys uh, watched Ozark? Yeah, it's ten times better than some of it. Uh, I don't think some. so. I do. Different strokes for different folks, baby. There you go. One thing I don't like about Yellowstone, though, the uh, Monica, you know uh, Casey's wife. Yeah. She's fake. Yeah. What would you call it? Native, Native American. Yeah. Indigenous. Yeah. She's fake. She's Asian. She's Asian. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> what? I don't, I just don't understand how they could even like cast that because like they have a lot of true Native Americans in there, like the chief and the yeah and all of his crew there, but like she's a pretty main character and she's not even. Uh, Native American. No. I thought that was a little no. bit weird. Me too. So, anyways, that's where I'm at. Been spending a lot of time watching Yellowstone and uh, drums. Did you watch Suits? Four seasons. Oh man, I think I'm like on season halfway through season four right now. Oh yeah, that's a deadly show, eh? It's good. It just kind of gets. Re- it got kind of repetitive for me too. A bit, yeah, yeah. That's where I and then got got too much into like the like lovey dovey drama part of it. Like I wanted to yeah. just watch them kick ass in court. Yeah, but no, it, it's good. I it's kind of on my list if I run out of shit to get back into. But also, I cannot stand that girl any longer, so I'd rather not watch her. Markle, yeah, hey, Markle. She's a dude. What? Oh, she's a babe, but she's a loser. In real life? We're not getting canceled, so we're not going into IRL. Well, don't mind if I do, boys. Cracking. Okay, so last week with the um, Rogan versus Neil Young stuff, uh, I got into a bit of digging and i want to quiz you guys uh where did it go we got a quiz man when we had uh our first couple episodes of drums i was watching them one day and uh we had a couple quizzes on there you'd you did run a quiz for me and rigo to answer we were we were horrible at it but (laughs) uh so this one is how many streams Per song, do you think it takes to earn one dollar on Spotify? On Spotify, uh, like they're all different. So yeah, I'll say on Spotify. Like this is the net amount that goes to Neil Young in this case. No, no. So for him to get one dollar, right? But like the net amount that goes to him. What? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would guess. 
2,000. 2,000 song streams to get $1. Reg? I'm going to say 100. It's 229. Oh, wow. I knew it was not, I knew it was a lot, but I way overshot that one. So it's the second highest. Um, Amazon is 249. Does anybody listen to Amazon music? It's on the, whatever, the Alexa thing that we have. So we use that, but like it comes with your prime prime. Yeah. Um, Guess what the cheapest or the lowest amount of streams to get $1 is streaming service. What's Napster? Yeah. Had zero free Napster still existed. It still exists. Yeah. (laughs) Napster. (laughs) Yeah. Do you do you remember it? Do you remember probably 10 years ago it used to be called Rhapsody? Yeah. Napster bought Rhapsody. Like rap like Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Yeah. Like that's how it's spelled, right? R-A-P-H, yeah. That's wild. So Napster's still kicking. Napster's still kicking in some form. I haven't like. I'm gonna download it tonight. I haven't like really checked out the app, but I don't imagine there's a whole bunch of shit on there. Can I bring back my library from LimeWire? Right. What's their uh, listen per dollar? Uh, so fifty-three streams. Oh really? Yeah, and then I'm gonna uh, make some guys super rich, man. And then title is eighty streams. And Apple Music is 136 streams. What's Title? Title's um, actually Jay Z's company uh, streaming service. Okay, but drums. Yo. So say Neil Young got that 220 songs, gets a dollar. Does it all go to him, or do you think that like his record label would get that, and then he'd get like five cents of that? Um. So I think that is back. It has to be. That's what the artist makes. So. Oh. That's before. That's after. Oh. Whatever takes their cut. I believe I can. I'll double check. But I think I think that's how it is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I know that those streaming services are quite. Uh, but quite aggressively like, low. But I mean. But, Prior to streaming, you had to buy an album, so you, or you had to buy each song for one dollar. But now streaming, it's yeah. just it, it, like it's free, basically. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I think uh, I think uh, keeping shared a video yesterday. Did you see that Rigo with uh, the guy turning through burnt CDs as he was driving? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. I, I saw somebody share <laughs> distracted driving. <laughs> Yeah, like trying to go like through the catalog. Kids aren't distracted nowadays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the CD out, finding a new one, replacing the two it. songs, yeah. and then changing the CD. Blowing on the bottom to clean it. Yeah. So it didn't skip. Um, what are, have you guys heard any good songs lately? What have you guys been uh, listening to? I was going to tell you to bring up your spotify list but i kind of forgot to i don't have spotify so i don't know what uh oh but i've i've actually been hooked on uh vance joy who i don't know if you listen to any of his stuff vance joy oh yeah 
things like Riptide and like uh, yeah. Missing Piece would be a, a later one. Kind of like folkyish genre. Yeah, it'd be like folkyish. Like it just makes you feel good. I don't know. Just uh, like beer. beer. Uh, just like beer. I got into this guy on uh, YouTube. He does a bunch of covers. And uh, they're pretty good. He's kind of got a different voice too. Um, his name is Teddy. Teddy swims. Teddy Geiger. Uh, Teddy, how about Te- do you remember Teddy Geiger? Yeah, man. I I, I was searching the other day. Easton had never heard of him before. Do you know he's a woman now? What? Yeah. I could see that. He had a good. He had a good song. What was it? Collide. No, that was for you. I will. For you, for you, I will. Yeah, I play it. He's a woman now. It's actually, it's actually pretty terrible now. But is it at the time? Yeah, it was was a a banger. I showed it to East, and I was like, "This is such a good song." And I showed it to East. I'm like, "Oh boy, (laughs) this isn't great." If you ever ever wanted to get a girl to smoochie, you just put that on the on your CD, (laughs) on your Walkman, give her a headphone. Uh, but no, Teddy Swims, he uh, does what? the best Shania Twain cover ever. It's actually, I like Teddy. it better than the Shania Twain song. I'm not even going to say the song. You guys have to check it out and let me know what you think next week. It's better than her version. Teddy have you Swims. heard uh, Matthew Bertrand do Shania Twain? <laughs> don't. Have not. It's pretty good. Kind of what? Yeah. Rigo could do it. What, what's on... <laughs> I, uh, What's on your Spotify playlist? Mine? Uh, one that I've been really interested in. Yeah, I've been interested in this one hard. <laughs> Actually, two. I'll go with two. Three. I'm going to go with three. Sorry, boys. Can't go three. I have to go three because I can't pick between the three of them. Uh, first one is Kit Moore. Uh, Crazy One More Time. This, is one, this was on his very first album, I believe. Um, and I love the song, his original, but I always just like thought that it was missing just something because the lyrics are amazing. Um, so he, he redid it, a new version of it called Crazy One More Time, revisited. And uh, it's awesome. It's a way better version of the original. So that's, it's nice to see when that happens because some, sometimes they re- try to redo it and it's uh, not as good, but this was a worthy cause. Second one, I like uh, Morgan Wallen and Little Dirk, Lil Dirk, Broadway Girls. I'm sure you guys have heard the song. It's a TikTok song. Anyways, they finally released it onto Spotify like six months after it went TikTok viral. Um, but really? at first, I kind of thought the rap part of it was a little bit strange, but uh, I, I like it now. I dig it. Have that's, you heard of Little Dirk drums? Yeah, that style of rap, like it's not my thing, but it has started to grow on me. Yeah, me there's too. Like, uh, there's a bunch of guys kind of that sound similar, uh, but he's like one of the best, like one of the biggest right now. Him and Little Baby. Yes. So that's a good song. And finally, two of my favorite guys, country singers, Chris Young and Mitch Tenpenny, Dimesy, uh, at the end of the bar. I'm sure you guys have heard this one before, but uh, at the end of a bar, actually. Just Mitchell Tenpenny is disgusting. Probably the yeah, most underrated good. guy in uh, country music, in my opinion. And Chris <laughs> Young also is pretty good. So two great tunes, three great tunes. And uh, maybe we'll start doing that every week. I don't know. Let us know. 
whatever if there's comment below if you like <laughs> i've been i've been hooked on that uh mac miller song too which oh spins that used the spins yeah mm. and also uh mac miller's unreal well we're talking about music unreal. man uh notorious big that uh what's that something back old thing back yeah matoma remix i've i've heard that song like uh probably a thousand times like my whole life and now we were driving the other day and i actually like listened like listened and then looked up the lyrics jesus man that that is an absolute savage song man like just (laughs) disgusting like and it just has such a good rhythm to it and it sounds so good and then you listen to lyrics you're like holy shit hey i've got I've actually got a biggie, uh, something to do with biggie written down here to touch on today. So this is a good segue. So he's got a song called, uh, I got, I have, I've got a story to tell. Basically in the song, he gets together with a bunch of boys and he's telling them the story of the night he had previous at a club, whatever meets up with its chick. They head back to her place. Uh, they're banging all of a sudden her boyfriend comes home. And so his idea was to basically stage a robbery. So he tells her to get a robe and he wraps the robe around her head and ties her up and everything. The guy comes into the bedroom and he pulls a gun on him. Conveniently had a gun on him. Uh, And the guy's like, sorry, don't, don't shoot, whatever. Goes into his safe and just starts unloading cash. So, uh, sorry, I missed probably the best part. But so turns out she's dating a New York Nick in the song. Turns out story's real and legit. No. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> I think it's Anthony Mason passed away a couple of years ago. And then uh, a bunch of people came out and like co- corroborated the story and said, like, it's legit. Like he was with this chick. <laughs> <laughs> the guy came home from the from an NBA game, <laughs> runs into to big with a scarf on, and uh, gets robbed of a couple hundred grand. So, Biggie <laughs> pretended that he was robbing her. Yeah, and then robbed this guy afterwards too. Yeah, well, the guy was like, "Don't hurt that's, us." Here's uh, here's that's all the unreal. Money. <laughs> and it's a true story, allegedly. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Like what? That was, I don't know. That's messed up, man. I just don't even know what planet that could happen on, you know? It's an unreal song, too. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I got uh, shifting back to golf. I know we, we don't need to talk about golf all the time, but um, I mentioned before that Hovland uh, won and got to top three in the world. And I saw this tweet the other day, and it said, just what a place the golf world's in right now. Like, you got a fiery Spaniard's number one in the world and then like this stone cold killer American in second and then a guy that hasn't stopped smiling for the last five years Norway at, in the top three right like who's second Xander no uh, Morikawa or Morikawa yeah right so, he, like, he wouldn't be stone three, cold man. would he oh yeah Think he so? doesn't have any emotion he just wins he seems like he has a pretty good time out there though he's always smiling yeah but I just mean he's so like under yeah, pressure, yeah, just like, yeah. 
like that's a sick top three, man. Those are actually three very likable guys. Yeah, yeah I wish I wish Rom was in the dock, man. Oh yeah, He's even him wild. losing it last weekend. Yeah, unreal. About the conditions. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's a putting contest. It's a putting contest. It's a fucking putting contest. <laughs> like you, you have to be pretty like next level competitive to like think that way right to like he's he's pissed that it's too easy <laughs> what did he no but he's pissed that he's hitting it good but like it's just so easy that the guys that don't it's hit just it the guy that's gonna make a long it. pot that's gonna win mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but who is that who was it uh there's other hammer thomas that yelled at the cameraman did you did you guys I mean, see that i don't think i saw he, that one I think it was Rom, and he hit like a shitty approach. <laughs> like he was just like, let's say like a thirty-five yard uh, pitch, and he left it like twenty feet short. And the announcer's chirping him kind of on there, and he like calls out the announcer. Oh really? He's like, "Shut that! Shut the hell up, man!" <laughs> <laughs> he just starts walking towards him, like he's unreal, man. And I, I like you said, I wish he was on the dock because you only get to see what they show you. And I think there's so much more to him than what, what you see. Oh, hundred percent. I think he's an absolute loose cannon. For sure. He's so funny. Hey, that's That's what you want to see. Did you see, um, what is it? DP world tour now? Like they're just pumping out fire content. Oh yeah. That one video I saw today had a million views on it. The one where, uh, Tyrell, no hat on got, uh, hit that one yard fairway. Yeah. That was sick. That's and he's staying on the fairway, one yard fairway. He's Five tries it took him. I'm well. Did you just see him? Watch like, that shit all day. It was him, Rory, and Morikawa, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And then what the hell was the other one? Oh, it was like Victor Hovland and Tommy Fleetwood had like, uh, "Are you smarter than a sixth grader?" competition, and then like they won a certain amount of feet that came off a putt. And they had to sink the putt, whatever. Like it was just good to see them trying. I know we pumped oh, their They're doing it right. Yeah, they're just killing it. It was nice to hear uh AC say that the PGA is working with their media crew now because I had no idea about that. That was the first I'd heard of that. Yeah. I think that that'll be huge for the PGA. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, why why try to compete with them with it? Just like work together. If they're if they have external forces coming in and trying to disrupt their leagues i think that that was a brilliant move by the pga and that's what it is too like the pga has characters as well it's not just the euros it's it's the media the crew that does it right the production crew right and like i don't know man like there's so much bullshit going on with what people get in trouble for and all that shit i think it's more prevalent in america than it would be overseas so maybe guys are more open to it too yeah yeah, for sure. More loose. Because, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. You say one even kind of borderline thing. So, and you lose it's, millions, it's horrible, actually. You lose yeah. millions of dollars. It's horrible. And it's yeah, not like, these, like guys, these guys, like. Go ahead, Drew. No, you go. You go. Well, you just go. like guys like Morikawa, like, he's basically been from birth. Like, they said he had a mental coach at, at the age of seven, like. He, he's not going to say anything stupid. Like, he's yeah. so trained. he's so trained. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he is trained. 
realistically. It's yep. They base. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Which yeah, is like, not entertaining. Other than his golf game, not entertaining. Right. 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 You don't want to see that. But that's just how that's how the world is now. It's sad, but like we say that about our like mm-hmm. hockey guys all the time too. Right. Like they, everybody gives the same answer in every interview. Like they're not going to get themselves in trouble, all that stuff. So, yeah. Again, that's crazy how you've like never seen anything bad about Crosby on anything. Nothing. Like he takes, he takes like houseboats to Europe, eh? Like big yachts. Oh, yeah. He takes all his, all his buddies to, to Europe and basically says, put your phones away. And that's how he parties. How it should. That's the way to do it, I think. Well, if you can afford that, like, <laughs> afford to put your phones away? No, I'm saying like I can't afford to take you guys to Europe on a on a yacht. Oh, why not? But yeah. Why? Anywho, um, these beers are tasting pretty good. Too good, I would. Oh, <laughs> there's mangles over there. No. Guys, just getting mangled. I'm just having a good time. Did- did you guys see oh. Daniel Rappaport's tweet today? Just about uh, the PGA and uh, Dubai. And he basically just said how, like, it's it's all about money. Humans love money. And that's what we live for. So don't look any further into it than what it is. It's just those guys getting offered more money. Well, yeah. And, did you see Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, but I, I, so I tweeted back at him and he didn't reply, obviously, but. I just said, and like, what would you do if you were a top golfer in the world in their situation? I'm like, I was just honestly curious what, like, I, I think I would go there. I don't know. Like if For you sure. have a chance, like that, 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 uh, they offered Poulter 30 million euros just to go to switch over there. Like what? Wow. Well, who said it before the show? What do what what do you owe the PGA? What do we owe the PGA for even focusing on them? Just what, like, what do they owe them? It's probably more than anything. They don't know. They don't know the PGA jack shit. That's true. In my opinion. In my opinion. I it's... think I don't know. Like I kind of touched on it before with the PGA, uh, like because they have their video rights and stuff, so the guys can't tweet out like their shots and like gain traction or gain money off it. Right. Like I think if they started licensing themselves and so just different avenues for the guys to make money that way, it'd probably help to get or to keep, to keep guys around. But like, I don't know, like if you're, if you're literally getting offered $6 million more to attend a tournament over there, exactly. You're a complete moron if you don't take it. hundred percent. Like nobody in their right mind would ever say no to that. For what? Like name, name tell me a reason why you would turn that down. One reason. I could understand if it was like a hundred grand, maybe. But still, like, still though, I mean, millions of for dollars. a lot of those guys, a hundred grand is a lot, right? Right, but that's like they're right now they're targeting the hot, the the big guys, right? Yeah. So like a hundred grand's not a whole lot to them in the scheme of things, but it's still a hundred G's though, man. Yeah. So, but like, I think there's guys on the Bitcoin. guys around here that they three. Sorry, go ahead. Jesus. No, I just think there's guys that value the prestige of golf 
I think there's still our guys on tour that, that want that, like part of the history and part of that. And that's all going to be tarnished. Whatever happens with, with going to the Euro tour or going to this Dubai tour or this other thing starting up, that whole history book's tarnished by everything. And does that matter really? No. I don't know. Hasn't like it the, been for a while though? Like you're not erasing the PGA's history. No, but it's you just can't, there. you just can't beat it. But what I mean. Who were who we talking about about a month ago that uh, won majority of his tournaments in Europe? And like he was kind of like a almost a no, not a no namer, but he wasn't like he didn't get the credit that he deserved. Was it the was it the Black Knight, Gary Player? Yes. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I and think Bernard been that way for all. And think, Bernard, yeah. 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 But that's what I mean. Like, I think it's been like this for a while. The, the PGA has no, not always I, just been the only tour. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, don't know. I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. Like, because golf is probably biggest in America and the PGA is the biggest in America, that's like where the the prestige of playing is. is in. in. But I think that, the, that, that that's going to change. I believe that anyways. Has to. Yeah, like you're changing the course of my entire family's existence. Then, yeah, I'm definitely going to probably look away from the prestige of the PGA and go towards the money. Yeah. And for those guys, like, it's a job, right? It's, It's their career. I mean, it's golf is different for them than it is for us. We love golf. And they do too. But, like, we play it for just for love of the game. Those guys are earning money there. They have shit to pay for. They have families. They have everything. And uh, money makes a big difference for anybody. It doesn't matter what, what their T4 said last year or whatever the hell they called in the USA. What do they call it? Uh, I forget. I think it's just numbers. It's like an M1 or R1 or yeah, something know. like that. <clears throat> so, Sounds like speaking of making – Speaking of making huge money on the golf course, King Golf is trying something out here. This is a this is a major announcement, breaking news. Uh, who's the biggest media guy in this region? Sports guy. <laughs> Sports guy. Darnell Duff. What are we doing? Like, is this Darnell Duff? No, Darnell Duff. Darnell Duff, get him on the phone. So King Golf, this is early, but we're going to try it this year. This is early. Talked about it a little bit before on here, but we're going to go ahead with it, I think. So let me, I got notes here. It's going to be a circuit in Manitoba, Westman mostly, hopefully mostly Westman. We're going to do eight to 10 teams. That's the goal. For this summer, six events, two man scramble. That's the format. On every team, you're going to have one sponsor. And you could sponsor it personally. It could be sponsored by Regan Headley himself or Aspen Insurance. But that's the name of the team. Each team is going to have four to six players that rotate and fill two spots every tournament. Probably your top guys, if they can go, they're going to go. If not, one of the other guys slides in. 
each event will have 10 points given to first place, nine points to second place, eight points to third place, and down the line, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the six events, we'll have a FedEx style finale uh, where first place starts at, uh, I don't know, say minus 10. That's yet to be determined. It's going to be ironed out, but that's the idea. So we threw it out there on Instagram today. We had actually quite a good uh, amount of responses and feedback for it. So we figured what the hell, we might as well try it. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to be first to know other than Darnell Duff, but you're going to be first to know. So if you have a team, a sponsor, or if you'd like to put in a team, reach out to us as soon as possible. We want to get, uh, as always, the podcast listeners first chance at it. And uh, I mean, if we get 12 teams, we'll probably go with that, but we're going to shoot for eight or 10 teams this summer and see what happens. Rigo's going to organize the whole thing and uh, he's going to be at every event. So that's that. What do you guys think of that? Do you have any suggestions or comments to add on it? Yeah, Dad, in that last part. <laughs> uh, do no, you I have like um, courses, courses lined up for? No, but it'll be, we will probably give preference to the people who participated in the King card. Our favorite courses in the area, we'll probably mix Wheat City in there if they're wanting to. Maybe we'll have the finale there. Um, but I think Rigo's biggest beef was the fact that nobody's going to be able to play in six tournaments in a summer. Right, Rigo? I would say, yeah. Which is probably fair. I think that the majority of the events will probably be on a weekday. So you'll have to take like a holiday. I know you don't want to do that, but you could take a day off or two just through the summer. I think in Thursday or Fridays would be good. I think our King cup was on Friday. Was it not? Yeah. Yeah. I love Fridays, man. I love uh, Friday golf, baby. Taking the Friday off and golfing and, and you, you don't have to worry about your weekend either. Cause a lot of people have weddings and shit on Saturdays and Sundays. So I don't know. I think it'll be great if you can put like, we'll have a King, a King golf team. Like it'll be us three and maybe another couple guys. And like, uh, we'll send two guys to every event. Like it shouldn't be, I don't think it'll be that difficult, but I don't know. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the same, uh, like two guys to attend an event. So it, right. Like we said, it's, it's basically based off an F1 style team. Yeah. Yes. I forgot event. to mention that. Sorry, drums. So yeah, so you can yeah. have upwards to whatever, however many guys you want, but two people have to be at each tournament. Costs yet to be determined. We'll have to make it somewhat reasonable just to get some traction in the first year. And uh, it'll be kind of cool. I think it'll be good. We'll do, we'll pump it out over across our social media accounts. I want to get a lot of footage and stuff and actually like kind of in a half-ass way broadcast it, I guess. Um. Don't know how that looks exactly, but I think it'll be pretty cool. So if you got a team, if you want to have a team, if you got a sponsor, or if you want to volunteer at one of the events, get uh, just reach out to us and uh, we'll make it happen. So more, more to come, but we wanted to give the podcast listeners first crack to uh, get a team in there. What else we got, boys? We got our segments coming up. Do we have any other uh, discussion points, topics we got to go through? Oh, did you guys see what uh, 
houses are going for in Snoop Dogg's neighborhood in his in metaverse. metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> 250 grand for the lot for the lot beside his house in the the metaverse what decentraland isn't it decentraland i don't even know that shit scares me so fucking much that i kind of try to avoid learning about it what two hundred fifty thousand dollars people are paying for that shit yep And they'll make okay. money off it. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit deep here, a little bit deep, not overly, but a little bit. Um, everybody's terrified of the metaverse, self included. I do not want to live in a world like that. I like existing in the real world. However, think about how many hours you spend on your phone. Think about how many hours you spend on Twitter and that online community. That's essentially a metaverse. It's not, you're not talking to anybody in real life. You're communicating with people through your cell phone. It's no different. We're already there. We're doing this right now. Yeah. It's just the natural progression of of it. It's different different because we're not paying $250,000 to scroll through Twitter. No, but it's just like an extension of that. Like that's where you want to like, Okay, uh, what's a good way to say this? You know how, like, okay, look in the background here. I have a picture of Tiger Woods here, okay? You'd have to come to my house to see that. Usually, it's it just showed up on screen. But you'd ha- I would have to invite you into my house. I, I paid money for that because I think that it's cool. And uh, you'd, have to, you'd have to come to my house to see that. Now, if you have, like, an NFT, like, a digital art or whatever, like, that's a way of displaying it for everybody to see. They don't have to come inside your house. It's like the digital version of that. And it's just like all, it's like clout. That's basically what it is, right? Like, it's like, uh, well, like it's, cl- it's, it's like, it's, there's so much to it. Like it's so creepy and weird and cool at the same time. Like you can put on your Oculus Rift. You can sit front row at any sporting event that you want. All three of us would have the exact same view. Like that, that's how kind of weird it is but like you're literally watching a game like this you're watching that shit right up close but you're just doing it in this other world like it's so so massive to think about too like it's so weird there's no limits either drums right there's no capacity like Like there's there's only one seat everything yeah You, you could have a million people watching a concert whereas in in the real world no, you have one person or hundred people up front and then people in the nosebleeds. And even so you can only fit 20,000 people in there. Right. So they're constrained to the amount of people that they can bring into the arena. Whereas right. this, you could have a million people in there. Yeah. But like, do you go to a concert to watch the music or do you go to get pissed? No, and have a good time? no, no, no. I, I honestly believe that as long as we're alive, the majority of stuff will be a, a combination of two, kind of like it is now. It's, it'll just be a extension of that. Right. Yeah it's super like there's there's i'm literally half and half like there's half me that like this is so cool and half me that this is absolutely terrifying so drums people like us will exist in both worlds and and that's probably a good thing and because i'm interested in it i won't be like there will be people who are never leave the metaverse who just sit in their house have everything brought to their house don't have a car 
just live in this apartment and basically exist online. There'll be people who do not enter it at all and just completely exist in the, you know, people who don't have cell phones or whatever else. And uh, then there'll be people like us who Tweeners. like kind of do some of each. Cause yeah. Cause mm. you're right, Rigo. I go to a concert for the, for the atmosphere, but uh, I mean, for sure. And, I can see, but at the same time, like Eric if, church. Yeah. From here. Or if you're you know, still like watching in a living room with 10, 10 of your boys or whatever, it still could be the same feel. If you're all wearing your Oculus, you're dancing around your living room, whatever the hell you want to do. Is it I like they're going to get, it's going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to tell the difference, which is why people think we live in a sim right now. Mm. Yeah. It's cool. It's coming regardless of what anybody wants to happen or not, but yeah. Anyways, that's cool drum. So 225,000 per lot per lot. You still got to build your house and shit on there. I was, I was going to touch on uh, Blue Jays, but you guys probably don't have any input or give any any shits about that. So I was just thinking of topics to talk about, but it's very exciting times for any of the listeners on the show who are Blue Jay fans. Um, well, there's probably a few out there, so Hit us. discuss. Yeah, no, it's just it's just an amazing time right now, and it it's too bad because it's, it's kind of like when uh, the Expos had such a good team and then the MLB went into a lockout and – Right now, like they're close to, well, they're saying that it's going to take a miracle to start spring training when they normally do. So that's going to get pushed back right off the bat. And if, I don't know, I just, (laughs) I don't have a great feeling about it right now. Like they're headed for a lockout now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just shitty because, no, the MLBPA and the owners are, are at war right now. So. Oh shit! So, I don't know. It's it's not looking good right now. They had a meeting today or yesterday, and apparently made like almost negative progress. There's such little progress <laughs> made. So, um, it'd be terrible if if that happened to Jays because I mean they are set to. I mean, they're predicting they have over 100 wins for sure this year, which is crazy for Blue Jays. What are they usually? I don't know when the last well. For years, they were sitting at 80, 85. So, but that 20 extra wins is substantial in baseball. Um, uh, no, I don't know. It's just a super exciting time for baseball. Like, just there's so many guys on their team, and there's like Guerrero, Bichette, Teoscar, like Springer. There's just so many superstars on one team. Like, last year, they obviously ripped apart the majors and hitting and just kind of had timely losses where they blow it in like the ninth inning. They, I think they had like, 18 or 19 losses after the seventh inning or something. So they could have been like right there in that win total last year if they had a closer. So I I think if the season gets going, I think it's going to be a really exciting year for the Blue Jays. And they're super young, right? Oh, yeah. And so, like super talented. I don't know like how um, MLB contracts work with compared to NHL. Like are they locked up for a long period of time with Toronto? Or? See, that's kind of what they're – they're fighting about right now because you kind of go from like the shit house to the penthouse like like right now like Carrero and Bichette really aren't making that much and they don't for a long time and if you're in the minors you literally make like nothing but then there's guys signing like 
13 year, like yeah. $350 million contracts. And they just said there has to be some balance to it. Oh, yeah. 100% of this. And then if they go over the salary cap in baseball, they just pay a luxury tax yeah. on what they go over. <laughs> so as long as the owners can afford it, and as long as they're they're making money, then they can afford to do that. So it's that's hilarious. To me. It's kind of tainted that way. So that's why I like when a team comes in like the Jays. Granted, they've actually paid quite a bit of money in salary, but they I don't think they've ever actually been over the luxury tax or paid luxury tax. So they're kind of doing it just with their homegrown guys, which is kind of sweet. And then they bring in the odd superstar, like Springer's sick. But, yeah, it's just a totally different world than the NHL. So are they wanting to do, like, um, after your entry, you have a limit? I, I don't exactly – I haven't even looked into what their negotiations are over, to be honest. I, I don't know. I'm going to sit down and look at it. I, I didn't realize how close it was to spring training and how far they were apart. So I'm going to actually look into it now and see. Because it could be the same thing as, like, the NHL. Like, the Leafs were shit for so long and kind of filled their prospect pool. And because they were did well at drafting, they had a lot of young guys coming up for big contracts at the same time and mm-hmm. handcuffed themselves, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, is that's that kind of what? Too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's like a five, five or six years, though, that they're stuck with the team that drafts them. So, not three. but That's good. And But MLB kind of takes longer to develop, yeah. Develop, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not many like 18 year olds in the league. Is there even any? No. And that's why, like, uh, like in the NHL, what was like, Vladdy when he started? Like 20? I think so. Yeah, 21 even. And he was like considered really young to be starting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the same thing, and that's what they're fighting over right now. I don't know all the exact rules, but basically they're trying to hold him in the minors, so they didn't burn one of his years in the. MLB, but he was good enough to be in the MLB, but they didn't want to burn it because they yeah. they didn't have a team that was capable of winning. So then he was in the minors making like like actual like no money, whereas he should have been in the in the MLB because he was so good. Like, but that's what I think that's what they're kind of striking over right now is the like they all kind of wear these these armbands like uh, like Bichette wears one and I think Teoscar wears one. Like they support the underpaid like AAA players. So that'd be like the AHL players. But like if they wanted to really support them, like they could flip them a few hundred thousand bucks or something say, of their hundred million dollar contracts. No, just put a put a thing on your sleeve. Good to go. So yeah, all right. the support you need. Okay, boys. Well, uh we have a little bit more coming up here, I would say. Is that the end of our uh non COVID discussion points for the night? I think so. Okay. I- I did have the Canadians down, but just how many competitive Canadians there are on tour that could win at any time right now? Uh, has there ever been anything like this? Like, I I know you guys are only a few years older, but, like, was there ever any, any time like this for Canadian golf? Hell no. God, no. It was like, like weird David Hearn and Stephen Ames. Stephen Ames, who's Stephen not Ames. even a Canadian. He's not Canadian. And yeah, Brad Fridge. Right. And but then, at the um, same time, those are the guys that are weirsy, anyways. And I mean, Tiger would, you know, contribute as well. But that's why those guys are there right now, I think, is weirsy and, and, and uh, Tiger. Yeah. Huge impact. That's 
that we're kind of seeing the result of all that, right? It's it's uh, wild to yeah, see. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, we had nine. Yeah, that's playing that, at the farm. You say that crazy. was the record? Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Even this weekend, we were looking through the players there, and there's a ton of Canadian flags. So, oh yeah, it's good wow. to see. It's usually you see too many of those damn American flags and. And AC's buzzing on the course this weekend, so we'll be track. I'll be tracking that. I'll have some updates next week. Yeah. When are you heading over t- there to track him full time? <laughs> uh, not you got a big March. summer. You got to coordinate this league. You got to. Uh... I do have. I do have a big <laughs> summer. Nothing to do with any of that. And you move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be busy. Here you go. It's kind of crazy, actually. How you're gonna fit it all into one summer, but, anyways. Good on you. So we have some more breaking news. I don't know if Darnell Duff will be uh, around for this one, but we're going to continue our segments. I think that for the next little while, we're going to try to focus on two things. One is going to be interviews. We're going to try to get some good interviews on here. We had some good suggestions on the Instagram today. And we're going to just do more episodes like this where we just kind of like bring a few topics to the table and, uh, and then do our segments afterwards. So. I got a new segment we need a name for, uh, but we'll get to that in a couple minutes. First of all, I want to send off George Junk, George Junk Drawer in style. I want to give it a proper farewell. Uh, one thing, I was shopping yesterday at Sobeys. Should mention this: the first Tuesday of every month, Customer Appreciation Day, probably the same as Safeway. I would say, ten percent off. Pretty big, actually. You guys knew this? Nope. I knew it. I just forgot about it. Yeah. So anyways, they gave me 10% off the till. I'm like, what the hell is that for? They said it's customer appreciation day, first Tuesday of every month. So book it in the calendar. 10% makes a big difference. Save me like 15 bucks. Okay. So that's one thing. But which ties into the final George junk drawer. Might make a return one day, but for now, we need to figure out a way to wrap cauliflower. It's basically just like a piece of plastic, and then they put like six pieces of tape on it, and you cannot get into it. Mm. You cannot seal it up, and it's just an absolute mess. (laughs) So if anybody out there can invent a cauliflower wrap or some sort of package that's like anything better than that. Cause it's the worst packaging on earth. What do you mean? Don't you just throw it in a bag? I don't know. I've never known. Usually I just try no, to like no, 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 no. Use, Trums, reuse like the some, tape. Like drums. Are you thinking like there's loose cauliflower head of cauliflower? Then there's the stuff you can buy like yeah, head, head of, of it and it's wrapped. And the bottom is like the weirdest trap job oh, ever. Oh, like yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Because what, what do you do with that after? How do you get it back together? It's so strange. You can't. Half it's open. Half it's wide open. Because you have to like go absolute Danny Savage on it to get it open. And then once you yeah. finally get it open, like you cannot close it. There's tape yeah, there. That's right. You can't, yeah. There's a huge hole in it. So <laughs> if somebody can invent like a way to wrap cauliflower... They're going to make a lot of money. Need some saran wrap. I agree, man. Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking. Just like a, my idea was like a shower cap. Just like yeah, pop that bitch over there. Put it in there. No, for real, for real. And then just put like a little clip at the end of it. <laughs> shower cap. Well, I should just like Ooh, squeeze what? the stem, something right? like that. Yeah, like you just put it in the thing and then close, squeeze the stem part of it with a little like. Uh, you need like a draw, uh, like a drawstring to tighten it up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. but. I mean, that would probably be a lot more expensive than the plastic that they just slap on it now. Well, yeah, sure. also, they, they don't get any shit. cheaper than that. They don't give a shit what you do with it after the, you buy it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They don't care okay, if you even touch like, it. Don't even bother wrapping it then. What about if you had something that you could buy? Now, now I'm thinking you could reusable. buy just to have at home a reusable one where you buy it with the plastic shitty stuff at the store. And then once you get home, you just slap it into this. Well, yeah, that's it's what I'm honestly saying. crazy that we've gone this long. Hey, okay. well, you just put it in a bag. Yeah, you could, but then you burn a freezer bag. Those things are expensive, man. We just fucking wash it out, recycle. I've never done that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, God. that's the final edition of George Junker. <laughs> I just came sad, up with a stroke saver. As as we were sitting here, actually, I had one lined up, but I actually just came up with a better one. Okay, well, tell us. Hit me. So the, this is my first stroke saver 2022, eh? Yep. On Make 2 2 2022 Oh, quickly, quickly, quickly. Sorry. That's today? Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So we have three people for uh, the lab rats. We have three. So we're right. looking for two more. We're going to come out with, uh, we're going to track five people throughout the summer. We're going to try to get their handicap down by a couple strokes. Um, Rigo is going to work with them a little bit on a couple things. We're going to give them some other stuff and just basically follow their progress throughout the summer. So if you are interested, we have two more spots open and uh, let us know. Go ahead, Rigo. Okay. So my strokes here this week is, I'm going to go back to the, the original, the way I used to say it. It's a really basic tip, but uh, it's, it's a really basic one. But uh, no, it, it is very basic, but I golf with so many people like all the time. Drums, I think you might be guilty of it. I don't know for sure. Clean your Ooh. grooves. Do you drums? <laughs> I'm terrible. No. Fuck no. I can't spin it's the ball anyway, so I don't give a shit. Because you, you have so much shit on your wedges and clubs that you can't spin the ball i don't want to spin That's, the ball no it makes such a it. difference though honestly no you do though it, what's it, your recommendations though because guys aren't going to do it after every round what do you he's, mean he's recommending to do it after every round no i'm saying do it after every on shot. course yeah okay, on course okay. like invest the 10 bucks get one of those groove cleaners and if you don't have a club wash on the cart just spin in your grooves and use that little scraper and like as soon as you Moose keep them clean the it's so Disgusting. No, I do it too. It keeps them clean as soon as, but not so much on long shots drums. Like, I'm not saying like the 170 yard shots, you're not trying to put spin on those. Still good to clean it though. Um, but I'm talking like the wedges around the greens and, and everything like that, just to get a little more grab around the greens. It just makes such a difference. Like, if I go out and I'm walking and I, and I don't have like a groove cleaner, and it, it's honestly, uh, a mental aspect of it too that 
you're looking down at the dirty club and you Hell really yeah. don't give a shit. Like it's just Hell a yeah. mindset thing. If you're looking down at a clean club and you're, I don't know. I feel like in rounds like, when I really don't care and I'm getting drunk, I'm not cleaning my clubs and everything's just kind of off. But if I'm like dialed in, like I'm cleaning my club before every shot and after every shot, like it's a, it's a, a simple thing. But here. It's like trying to work on a messy desk. Right. That's the way I feel. But it's no it's, different, like, really. Like, it's not going to make a difference if you have 30 papers on your desk, but it's like up here, you're ready to go. You're, you're golfing. Your clubs are clean. And, Rigo, tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, it's probably not going to make a huge difference, like, for guys like us to be able to spin it ball or not like having your grooves clean i mean caked well, in there permanently the for sure but like a little yeah. bit of stuff in there do you think it would well around the greens for sure i think it would um if if i like if i hit a bunker shot it usually takes about two hops and stops but then you see somebody that has dirty grooves and you're not getting that same spin at all and then you think oh why didn't that spin well that's why partially but that's it plays it like if basically if it's as easy as it is to keep your groups clean why wouldn't you do it to give yourself even if it is a little wee advantage why not do it like any advantage you can get you might as well do for something that's as simple as cleaning your grooves i think it's worth it but that's my opinion that's stroke saver for this week couldn't agree more way to go rio welcome back to 2022 baby Drums, what do you got tonight, my man? You you stick into the culture corner for uh, another season? I guess we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if I run out of shit or not. Uh, but actually, I'm going to recommend a documentary. Have you guys seen uh, Free Solo? Documentary about uh, a free climber, like guys that just literally oh, climb nice. up, climb up. Oh mountains. no! Yeah. So this one's actually called The Alpinist. This guy's even more hardcore than Free Solo guy. This is guy this on Netflix or Prime? Prime. Prime. Ah, I just got rid of it. Did you? Uh, but no, like it's it's nuts. So this guy was 23 years old. He's done. Uh, he would do like the hardest mountains possible for these climbs and everything by himself. Where these other guys would take uh, scouting missions or scouting crews. And then have um, camera crews and everybody recording them. This guy did everything by himself. Um, some of the easier ones, him and his chick would do them. And uh, he, would, he just did everything by himself. So he just got on the mountain and climbed. The documentary crew, wow. like following him, like they were supposed to go down to, I can't even remember what country it was, uh, but he was going down to this country to do this one climb that everybody um was telling him to go do and uh all of a sudden he just bolted they couldn't get a hold of him he went it went by himself uh he didn't want the camera crews at, at all to even see him attempt his for like his attempt so he i think he gets like halfway up this one and then has to pull back just because uh, of weather and everything. So then everybody's like, hey, just c- come home. Everything like his family's like, yeah, come back home. He's kind of like this vagabond that lives on the land, hippie type dude. Um, and he's just 
no, I'm good. I'm staying here. And like, he stayed in this, uh, this village for like a couple of weeks until the weather kind of opened up. Cause he was like, fuck it up. Like, I'm not, not doing this climb. And then he does the climb. So then he, he heard of this massive one in Alaska that, uh, not, I think maybe only a couple guys had done. And, um, he was like, yeah, going to do this got with the 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 film crew and like they had all this planned and everything and then he goes silent for like four months and then they find out that he's already gone to alaska and all this shit so like (laughs) yeah he's just like this weird weird kind of off dude but like it's it's incredible and like i kind of went into it thinking that these guys were like these like thrill seekers but it's it's kind of the opposite like they do this for like peace and Mm -hmm. like finding themselves like they just find themselves on the mountain like they're just so at peace and and comfortable with climbing up a fucking mountain with nothing (laughs) so they have no ropes or anything no oh no like some like i guess they kind of do like scouting missions like where they'll look with binoculars and shit to see like is there somewhere i can get to on these paths but like some of these mountains that he was looking at like his map would show the mountain and then there's like this section of ice on the mountain but by the time you get there that ice is completely different because it's you're two weeks even a month later like it's already different ice so like your track is completely different and like these dudes just figure out how to get it with their picks or whatever the hell it is to pull it's it's absolutely nuts and watch that shit high i was like (gasps) for like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like two hours it was not. <laughs> it's uh is this a documentary drums or a series uh documentary might be two hours i don't know i was caked nice. out of my mind i was caked out of my mind <laughs> did you guys watch the short game yet yeah oh i completely forgot i think it's like so i said funny. i thought i saw most of it but so funny man were you laughing the entire so, time? Oh my god, Easton was just <laughs> howling, man. <laughs> They're awesome, man. Those kids are so, oh, so awesome. That uh, Cornicola Allen was unbelievable, man. Like was 10 that out of ten funny? Was that one dad Jen? as bad as I keep picturing him to be? Like remembering him? No, he wasn't that bad. I don't think. Here's the girl. Bad. Actually, was bad. She was crying the whole round. Tiger. Yeah, tigers. Tigers. Yeah. Every time she did a shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? So uh, you talk you talked about uh like not wanting to go up the mountain. I was actually like different but the same. I'm like terrified of like walking in the bush at nighttime, like big time plus the park. Like I oh, yeah. I always get scared of walking in the park, just in general, like in light time. And last night, and I'm gonna do it like one of these days, but there's a snowshoeing trail at Northgate. And my buddy that I met actually in the last year here, uh, he goes up there and, and snowshoes with a headlight on down Fuck the that. trails. Fuck that. And I was, I was going last night <laughs> and it was too cold. So we didn't go, but I'm, I think it's like one of those things, like I'm so worried about it that when I do it and everything's good, I think it'll be like, uh, I don't know or else I'll die. I mean, what if, I mean, <laughs> that's what anxiety is gonna kill you what's gonna kill you that's anxiety apparently there's lots of cougars but whatever 
I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. I got to get over that fear. I have to, because it's like, why would you be scared of that? With a headlamp on. What do you mean? Why? Yeah. Don't, don't talk. There's nothing to be drums. scared of. Go do it. Don't talk. Okay. Me drums. You got to, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. We've been on here. I just looked at my watch. Holy smokes. We have a final segment though. We need a name for it. So if you're listening to this and you have any ideas, no, you can't have two segments. It has to start next week. Does it? Wow, well, whatever. You can have two. Nah, screw it. Let's ah, fuck it. it. We'll do it live. <laughs> yeah, send it. Do it? Yeah. Okay. So this new segment is actually going to be like... Uh, it's hard to even put into words, I would say. I got an it's idea. Be- I got an idea for the name. Before you start, okay. Drums is called Culture Corner. Yeah. Yours could be Commerce Corner. It's kind of too close, though. No, it's not. It's too totally. I was thinking like money, 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 money. You know that song? (laughs) Just four monies. Anyways, the point of it is going to be kind of like financial education or financial literacy and kind of like a mixture of the old school way of doing it versus kind of where we are now versus where I think that we're going to and just kind of like blend it all together. I'm going to give some different things on why I hate the current system. And then I'm going to give some things on like different crypto projects, um, tips on crypto and different things, how you can just make money by essentially doing nothing. So it'll be, I think it'll be a cool segment. But uh, anyways, tonight is actually going to be the last thing that I mentioned there, which is like how to make money by doing nothing. Crazy. It's a pyramid scheme. Pay me a thousand dollars and I'll tell you how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, So everybody, everybody who has a a browser, like a Safari browser, um, Chrome browser, Firefox, anything that you use the internet for, um, I want you guys to replace that. And I want you to replace it with a browser called the Brave Browser. B-R-A-V-E, Brave Browser, uh, for a couple of reasons. The first first one is that uh, you're gonna earn money or earn crypto by using it. Second one, it blocks a shitload of ads for you and it doesn't track you across the internet like Google does. Um, so basically they pay you, you accumulate in your little wallet there. Uh, it's called bat tokens, basic attention tokens. So essentially you get paid for your attention and, you know, like, um, King golf would pay Google to run ads and, uh, Google would take all that money. So in this world, King golf pays brave browser for their ads. And then you, as the person viewing these ads, gets a kickback of that basic attention token you get. And uh, I mean, it's not, it's not much. I don't use my internet a whole lot. I wouldn't say, and I earned about seven or $8 in the month of December. Um, So it's not huge amounts, but uh, it's enough to like, you know, want to make you do it. So brave browser, set it up. You can set up your wallet. If anybody needs help doing it, just give me, send me a message and I can help you do it. There are a couple moving parts. You have to you have to connect it to your uh, Gemini wallet, which has to be set up, and then it just goes straight into there every month. So it's pretty cool. It's just a way of them 
instead of keeping all the profits, they're paying you, you know, a small part of it, which is, I believe how life should be. So is it like, if you're using the browser to look up TSN or whatever, like you get paid for all those visits, anything, um, I use DuckDuckGo. Is it kind of like, is it user-friendly? Is it kind of just the same thing? Well, like drums, I use DuckDuckGo as well, but on the Brave browser, like the browser itself is like the, um, the internet explorer, I guess. It would be like Firefox, my, internet explorer, Chrome. But it's, it's the browser. It's not like the search engine. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like I got a DuckDuckGo button. Like I use like DuckDuckGo as my main search engine on the Brave browser. Oh, I guess like, yeah, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So, it's, so it's like both, your Safari, it would be like if your yes. Safari used Google. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. So Brave browser. Basically, you're earning money for doing what you're doing already. Plus, you're not getting tracked, which is a pretty big benefit in my opinion. It's so like, Rigo, you use this, right? I do, yeah. But I, I don't yeah. use my laptop enough to really yeah. see any like if i if it was if it was hooked up to my computer at work like where i use the internet all day every day i would make money from it so if somebody's got like a home business where they're on their yes. computer all day like you could make some good cash just using this as your browser for sure just not good i shouldn't say good cash but it's like it's more than you are more than i'm making right now yeah. using firefox at work Absolutely. Um, so, Jesus. Black get up. footer to uh, get footer to install. Like, imagine that's kind of what like the cool thing would be to like, if you had fifteen employees and you have everybody using the Brave browsers instead of whatever they're using, times fifteen by ten bucks a month. That's one hundred and fifty bucks a month. You could bring in pizza once a month just for using like a browser, right? Like it's yeah. what like why not? True. Just on computer, or can you like through your phone? It's just computer, yeah. Oh shit! Unfortunately, it's not on uh, phone yet. It will be, I bet. Yeah, that's cool. Completely different. So it's crazy to see all these. Uh, I call them schemes because everybody's got a money making mm-hmm. scheme. But it's it's cool to see some of this shit actually come to fruition and and work and be useful too. Man, I mean, I... it's it seems like a scheme, but at the same time, it's like. Yeah, I don't mean I'm like one, somebody's trying I'm to rip you off or whatever, but it's yeah, yeah. just it's yeah. like a scheme, just some a way to make different way to make money, right? Yeah. Man, I saw this thing the other day. Um, I'm trying to think what they're called. Uh, but basically you create them on Etsy. No, you go to a different site and you create them. It's like uh I can't think what the hell they're called. They're like a layout. Like uh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know what you're what are they about. called? It's a, it's a layout. So basically, like people would use it to to lay their documents out on. So basically, you go on this site and create it for free, and then you can export it. So then people are exporting it and selling them on Outlook or on uh, Etsy for like uh, twenty seven dollars each. But they're creating them for free, and then like creating their own. But they're creating such a good one for people to use, like a good for, like their own for like their own documents, like a so. Dr- Drums, like for our uh, for our YouTube channel, like, you know how we have like episode 60 and stuff like that or episode 61 and then there's like a picture 
and then there's like the font and then there's like a few other things on there okay yeah it's like a, it's like a layout of some sort and, and people like a template i guess gotcha and uh yeah template yes and so so I, I create that on Canva for like not there's free versions of it, of course. So I do that for nothing, but people actually set it up. So they would have like a, a wedding invite kind of thing. So they'd have and their picture that? and then they'd have their custom dates that you could, they could use and use that. So, Oh, that's cool. It's, it's pretty and sweet. They sell them. They sell them on Etsy and make like 300 G's a year for nothing. So, you're, some, you're not paying well, anything do. for it. You still have to have all the stuff though and have the skills. No, I'm not. I'm um, yeah. But there's, I'll, I'll send a. I know what you mean because I've watched those videos TikTok. before. Yeah, there's easier ways to make money. Just get on OnlyFans. Uh, nobody Especially wants if you to got nice that. feet. <laughs> well, well, did you not see that girl farting in jars that was making like 200 grand a month? <laughs> okay, let's Christ. wrap this up. Okay, well that's uh, that's, that's a completely random show. That was a random show, but you know what? I think I honestly think that this is probably what we're going to be doing probably for the 2022. Like, this is kind of how we started doing things is just like having bullshitting about things and then doing our segments and stuff. So I think it's going to be like either this or like an interview or like a, you know once a month maybe. It's a very golf focused thing, but yeah, this is what the podcast is. Take it or fo. Go Canada. There we go. All right, the let's Olympics wrap it up. Let's peace out. Oh yeah, they start. Yeah, they do start today, right? Opening ceremonies Friday, Saturday, something like that. I think so. Yeah. Couldn't care. No, I know, but it, it'll be sweet once it starts. I think that every time they they start up, but then like when the skiing's on and stuff like that, like I'll be I'll be watching the skiing. I guess I will say this past week has made me care a little bit more, but we will see how things are next week with the medal count. See if we get any golds. We'll start a little tracker. Uh, but yeah, let's peace out for this week. Later, boys. Love ya. Peace. See you, boys. Love you, boys.